2: The Mercedes in the morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good
1: morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is Thursday. It is February 24th. Thank you for joining us this half hour just for you guys waking up early. We appreciate you. Thank you guys for checking in. We love seeing you up this early, checking in with us. Whether it's your texts, your tweets, we see you. Thank you so much. And I have to say, it is really cold this morning. It's like 33 degrees right now. And I'm driving in this morning. The dedication that some of you guys have to your workouts this early. I saw a guy jogging this morning. Mm-hmm. And just the fact that he was out jogging at, I don't know what time it was, like 4.50, I'm thinking, when I was driving in this morning. And he was jogging at 4.50. It's 33 degrees. Actually, it was 32. I looked at my temperature in my car while I was driving. He was wearing shorts no. as he was dri- uh, as he was jogging. I'm like are you crazy jogging up at summerland i'm like wow that is dedication but shorts uh he had a long sleeve like jacket and he was not wearing a hat now that i think about it but he was wearing shorts in his jog this morning i was like wow and i always like to play robber or jogger mm-hmm. when i when i drive in in the morning and he was definitely uh, a jogger. Uh, sometimes I'm like, hmm, I can't tell if it's a robber or jogger. But he was definitely a jogger this morning. Running for
3: health or running from a crime scene. Yeah. What is the guy doing? Couldn't it, tell. It could be one of those people, too. Um, I, you meet some people that move to town from somewhere cold. I was Where was I? Uh, it was after Christmas time. I was at Resorts World. And it was freezing. It was cold. It was windy. It was just one of those bone-chilling days. And I'm walking outside Resorts World to the Strip. And I open the door, and there's a family walking in. And they're like, same thing, like short sleeve shirt, jeans. There's a kid that had shorts on and a, a t shirt on. He's drinking like a soda or something. I'm holding the door. Like, Thank you. And I'm like, Aren't you guys cold? They're like, we're from Minnesota. This is nothing to us. But good point. Good yeah,
1: point. Yeah, it, it's funny because uh, when you uh, when you come here from a cold climate, this is just beautiful. Mm-hmm. Our Colorado friends come here and they're like, wow, it's so nice here. I'm like, what? Yeah. This is freezing. Are you kidding it's gonna me? It's going to be 50 today. What are you talking <laughs> I, about? I go home and see my mom. I'm like, Can I turn on the fireplace? It's cold. She's like, it's 67 degrees. I'm like, I know. I'm so cold. <laughs> it's like It's cold, right, mom? I know. So how was your night? Last night
3: it was good it was uh, an interesting day for me yesterday but uh, it was all said and done it was uh, it was a learning experience for me yesterday and uh, I'm very proud of myself with some stuff that went down with me work and personal uh, I think an older version of JC would handle things a different way but I am in a great spot right now I'm in a great mood I wish I can say I did some exciting things yesterday I, I was literally like in front of the computer for most of the afternoon like doing work stuff but also taking care of some personal stuff and broke away to get a haircut uh got home and played with Jax outside and it was a good day yesterday was a good day
1: interesting like anything like anything interesting you can talk about or just like
3: personal I, stuff yeah i mean I'm not get into it like next week or tomorrow I, it's 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 in the past it's in the past but it was just like it, ba-
1: not bad hopefully it was
3: an eye opening day for me it oh, was an gosh. Eye, it, it, it was an eye opening day for me it was like and i'm i'm very proud of myself and and uh you know i believe that life happens for you things happen for you and things oh, happen yesterday I hope
1: everything's okay Okay.
3: Everything's fantastic. Okay, good. Everything. You go back to me a year ago, two years ago, I, I would handle things differently. But actually was eye-opening, and uh, I'm, I'm just in a great spot right now. Things are good. Things are good.
1: I don't know, you were just very vague like that was like one of those vague posts that people post on Facebook that no, drives I me crazy like, Yeah, nothing, nothing <laughs> but like bad happened everything's everything's great it's with like,
3: work everything's great with times personal like this, life
1: it just shows me how strong I am like well what happened Why did you, you know all you need to know <laughs> is that times like
3: yesterday I'm in a better spot because well, yesterday good. I'm glad
1: you're good and then maybe next week I'll just reveal what happened and not oh, say how God. I'm in a better
3: spot I'll just be like this went down and this person's a miss uh, but t- right now we just say that things are good
1: oh uh, well good I'm glad I I don't know what happened, but I'm glad everything Thank is you. good. Thank you. Thank you. How was your day? <laughs> my my day was great. I uh, Let's see what happened yesterday. I went to the doctor yesterday. I had, a, I had a really long doctor's appointment. I went to a new doctor yesterday and had just like my full like on physical. And it was really good. I really love my, my doctor. And we just uh, had like the full on family history appointment, just getting to know each other. It was really, really good. Um, got home from that. It was nice because we had no um games no practices no nothing so we all sat down had really nice like dinner together um got to have a really good conversation together with oh, with the family last night so it was really really nice um got to spend some time together and then yeah just kind of did our work and and got ready for the day so it was uh it was really a nice night I got to spend some time together and everyone wasn't running in 50 different directions so i, I appreciated that because usually during the week it's like okay. This person has to go here. I got to go here. And, you know, it was kind of, it's usually pretty crazy. So last night it was not like that at all.
3: Yeah, if you're not getting pulled, someone else in your family is getting pulled in a different direction or the kids are doing something, when well, you have those moments where you can just sit there together and be like, hey, let's chill and be a family today. That's a great thing.
1: Yeah, we were trying to figure out, you know, do we want to do something for spring break this year? What do we want to do? Typically we go... To San Diego, we usually go to the Hotel Del Coronado. And so I was kind of looking into that, and the hotel prices are, like, through the roof. Are they Insane. really? Insane. Insane. So I was like, that's now off the table. So if anyone has any great spring break um, ideas or Places that they love to go that are not like insanely priced. I am completely open for options. I I tentatively booked something that I can cancel that I'm I think will be pretty cool. But it, you know I'm always open for options. So I'm just uh you know we were I, I told the kids I'm like hey I kind of booked this um, and I it's you know like I said I'm kind of on the fence on it. I don't know really what to do in this area I, and so I don't want to. Really yet. I'm still. Caliente, Nevada? Mm-hmm. No, definitely Many not. Many things to definitely do. Caliente. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we we're just kind of trying to figure out what we want to do for spring break, if anything. I mean, I'm totally not opposed to hanging out here and just <laughs> relaxing. I mean, we, yeah. live, we do live in the entertainment <laughs> capital of the world, so I'm not opposed to that.
3: Enjoy our city. There's a lot to do here.
1: Exactly. So we shall see. But yeah, that was pretty much it for us. Hopefully you guys had a great day yesterday, too, and we've got a lot going on today. A lot to get to, but Let's kick things off with the pre show. You pick them. You guys get to pick uh, the first song of the show. So let's get things started. Do you want to hear Hard to Handle by the Black Crows? Do you want to hear All My Life by Casey and JoJo? Do you want to hear you keep me hanging on by Kim Wilde? choices all you have to do is get your votes in right now you can tweet us at mercedes in the am you can vote on our facebook page or you can text or call us 702-364-9400 you can uh, get your votes in now and we'll reveal the winner next on mix 94.1
2: Never never it. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix
3: 94.1. Britney Spears is gearing up for a legal war with her former business managers at TriStar Entertainment. This is a company that was heavily involved in her conservatorship, which she now claims attempted to end her life. So this was on social media. The post has now been deleted, but she went off on TriStar, especially its two head honchos, Lou Taylor and her right-hand woman, Robin Greenhill, two women who were allegedly a big part of Britney's life. So it it was one of those rambling posts, but Britney describes a meeting. She says Greenhill and Taylor set up, and she claims that Kate Beckinsale was also in attendance just to butter up Britney. She says, those bees tried to kill me a week later. She goes on to say that her dad worshipped them and that they were trying to kill me. And she added that still to this very day, believe that's exactly what they're trying to do. But not a damn thing was wrong with me. And I didn't die.
1: I'm confused. I don't understand what is happening here.
3: She uh, she never specifies how they allegedly tried to finish her. But Brittany adds nobody else would have lived through what they did to me. Lived through all of it, and I remember all of it. I will sue the bleep out of TriStar.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I believe something happened, but I, and I don't know that we need details. But if she's going to throw allegations like that, we should probably get some details. Get some details, yeah. Some details,
3: <laughs> yeah. And TriStar's firing back, saying you know nothing of the sort took place, and so things are going to get interesting. When you put a post like that up there, even if you delete it, you know it's going to be screenshotted yeah. and people are going to see it. <laughs> to help launch their upcoming DNA World Tour, the Backstreet Boys. Tell me why are performing a string of shows in Las Vegas. They've got four concert dates, dates we talked about yesterday. They've got shows April 8th, 9th, 15th, and 16th at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. This will be the first time the band returns to Vegas. They had that 2019 Backstreet Boys, larger-than-life residency at Zappos Theater. But they're back now, Caesars Palace. Tickets go on sale Monday at 10 a.m. Those are the same dates as BTS.
1: Yeah, that's, uh... That's going to be a busy weekend in Las Vegas. Yeah. And uh, BTS has a song called DNA. (laughs) Oh, do they? Yeah.
3: (laughs) (laughs) How interesting. Yeah, it's very, very interesting. (laughs) Congratulations to Jennifer Lawrence. She gave birth to her first child with husband Cookie, Cook Maroney. Uh, It's so funny. TMZ got the L.A. County public records to verify that she did have her baby. Um, They were married since 2019. Here's the thing that got me: Hunger Games, the Jennifer Lawrence breakout role. That first movie came out ten years ago, March of 2012.
1: That uh, it's it to me. It's so odd that she was in that movie. It seems like a lifetime ago.
3: It does. My gosh. We'll, we'll have more dirt coming up in the seven o'clock hour. Actually, right around seven fifteen. It's Mix ninety four point one. It's Mercedes in the morning.
2: to another episode of mercedes in the morning
1: show number 1574
2: and now here's your hosts mercedes and
1: jc good morning and welcome to the show it is six o'clock it is thursday february 24th thank you guys so much for joining us it is going to be a busy weekend i was just thinking about it tomorrow night metallica is in town and then Saturday night you got Billy Joel in town both at Allegiant Stadium I'm planning to go to Metallica I got offered to go to Billy Joel not going to be going to that one are you going to either show no, this weekend No
3: not not a one Uh-uh
1: No I um I kind of was married into Metallica, although I do love Metallica, but there was like really <laughs> no option. My husband is a huge fan on that one. You should do both.
3: Have you ever done like a, a big back-to-back concert weekend like you do one artist one night and the next night? Completely different genre of artist the second night. Have you ever done that before?
0: <laughs> I outside, have not.
3: And non-festival, not like a Life is Beautiful or something, non-festival.
1: I, you know, I I have not, but I, I, I I'm not, yeah, I don't know if you I can like do Billy it. know Billy Joel? I, no, I, I've been to a Billy Joel concert before and it was uh it was really an interesting experience because it did not it was at the MGM Grand Garden Arena and it's he was playing his songs but they didn't sound like his songs it was really odd does anyone remember that one where he was going off I don't know. It sounded like he was going off script. It was really weird.
3: Was he doing like was it was a special like different version like Billy Joel the songwriter night or something. Yeah, it,
1: that's what it kind of sounded like and it wasn't bad. Don't get me wrong, but I was like trying to sing along and I was like, wait, I don't wait. Am I singing the wrong versions of these songs? Like what's going it's on? It's the here? piano man, not the drummer.
3: Yeah. Sing us a song about the drummer. No, it's the piano man. I saw him at T-Mobile Arena and he it was rock Billy Joel. He tore the place down. That's cool. It I was... think I was doing acoustic Billy Joel.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of like, hmm, this is interesting, but it was it's still really good, but yeah, I I have plans on Saturday, so I cannot go. Okay, but yeah. <laughs> what, what, what's going on with
3: you? Well, I was gonna say too, because like thinking about the, I only did it once, where outside of a festival, one artist on a Friday night. Uh, different artists the following night and it was my first move to town so this was 1995 and it's all because my, my buddy's dad was in town and, and uh, he, he brought us to these shows but it was like a Friday night we saw Bob Seeger in the Silver Bullet Band at the MGM Grand I'm like awesome it's Bob Seeger and then the next night he's like do you guys want to go see Rod Stewart over the Thomas and Mac we're like yeah nice so we saw Rod Stewart in the round uh, at the Thomas and Mac so that was my, uh, my two back to back concerts Bob Seeger and Rod Stewart all in one weekend
1: that actually sounds pretty fun. I mean I I'm not super fans of either one, but I think that at the same time just doing the back to back concert thing, if you're if you're into either one, that would be a fun thing. I just I I think that I am just way too tired by the time the weekend comes along <laughs> to do two in a row. Oh current day JC, you <laughs> offer me
3: that and I'm like ah uh, you know what time's Bob Seeger star? Do I gotta go to You know, twenty year old JC. I'm like, dude, let's do it. Yes. Let's, let's go out afterwards. Whole different mindset back then
1: i think it was if it was sporting events i would take take you up on that but
3: have you done a back-to-back sporting event oh
1: yeah i would do that in a heartbeat i've done like okay baseball games like boom boom let's go Mm -hmm. or hockey games yes absolutely i would do it i don't know why i it's concerts different vibe Different, different energy too. Yeah, Yeah, totally different vibe. I don't know why (laughs) it's that way for me. So, is anybody
3: going to both this weekend? And you'll have to let us know how the two concerts. I want to see how the turnaround goes too, because that. I mean, if you're working at Legion Stadium this weekend, you got a busy weekend breaking down the Metallica setup. And then rolling in Billy Joel, not even 24 hours later, I'd imagine it's two different setups for the guys. Well,
1: they had that set up uh plan tentatively last weekend at the T-Mobile for Justin Bieber and the Golden Knights. And Justin Bieber ended up canceling. But they had that all set up uh, for because we went to the Golden Knights game and they were like, man, they're going to have to turn this around for Bieber. And then he ended up canceling.
3: I was reading a, a, an article about that, about so Bieber's back on June 28th. You start thinking playoff hockey. You start thinking Stanley Cup. The article said, if the Stanley Cup goes the distance to the final game, the latest it could go would be June 30th. So maybe you could have if things go well. Hockey and Bieber at the same time at the end of June?
1: Yeah, that they could actually cancel the show again. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, my husband actually posted something about that too. Oh, did he? Yeah, that, uh, that it, could get, it could get canceled again if the Golden Knights go the distance. So, so that'd be a good we'll reason, see. though.
3: That you know, it's not that, I mean, there's a good reason to cancel concerts. Not but if mean, you're a
1: Justin Bieber fan. It's, it's true. <laughs> if you're a hockey fan, that means
3: a good thing that the Golden Knights are doing their thing in June, which is awesome. Now, on today's show, it, speaking of concerts, in about 15 minutes, tickets. No, that's at actually in the eight o'clock hour. Sorry, I lied. Eight o'clock tickets to go see the Lumineers MGM Grand Garden Arena. 15 minutes, early edition of Heads Up. We got a culinary experience for you. A $150 gift card to Fogo de Sean. That's yours when you win the early edition of Heads Up. And up next is What's Trending. What do you got for us?
1: Tom Brady is coming out of retirement. We'll explain. The star whose name we've been saying wrong this whole time and the new soda that is kicking things up big time. That is coming up next in What's Trending.
2: Mercedes in the Morning's What's Trending on Mix 94.1.
1: Tom Brady is trending this morning. He just retired, but the football star is already back to work. He's going to produce and star in a new road trip comedy film. It's a football-themed movie and it's called 80 for Brady. And it's actually inspired by a true story about four best friends that are New England Patriots fans. So they take a life-changing trip to the 2017 super bowl to see their hero tom brady and they get to see him play but not before chaos ensues so lily tomlin jane fonda rita moreno and sally field will play the four friends and tom will obviously play himself production is due to begin this spring so he's he's now gonna be a big movie producer. How exciting. That's
3: awesome. I think he's great in his commercials. He's he's a very funny witty guy and I love the fact that you got Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda. I'm spacing the name of the show, but they got that show on Netflix and Frankie I Frankie
1: and something. Frankie and Grace. Frankie and Grace. Yeah, I, think so, I yes. never watched it. but oh, it's I, I saw, I saw like previews of it.
3: Yeah, it's great. It's cute. It's funny, and, and their chemistry is fantastic together. So I think it's gonna be an awesome
1: movie. Weren't they also in uh, Is it Nine to Five? Yes, they Was were. It Nine to Five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Rita Moreno and Sally Field are great too. So yeah, that'll be good. And throw throw Tom Brady in the mix coming out of retirement he was what retired for all of two weeks or <laughs> whatever <laughs> so yeah that'll that'll be fun I'm excited to see what this uh this true story is all about uh, what happens to these four ladies as they go try to find Tom Brady <laughs> it's gonna be good yeah so that is trending this morning also trending this morning is Lindsay Lohan or should I say Lindsay Lowen? The actress just joined TikTok earlier this month and she greeted her followers with a quick message and people are freaking out over the message. Here was the message. This is her very first TikTok. Here it is. Hey everyone, it's Lindsay Lowen, and guess what? Now I'm on TikTok. This was back on February 7th. Her post had fans realizing that they had been saying her name incorrectly for years. Let's hear it one more time. Hey everyone, it's Lindsay Lowen, and guess what? Now I'm on TikTok. She emphasized the O in her last name that people commonly mispronounce, stressing the A. Her followers left comments like, have I been mispronouncing your name ro- this entire time? I thought it was Lindsay Lohan or people saying, wait, Lindsay Lohan. I've been saying it wrong my entire life. I have been saying Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, me too. Lindsay Lowen. L-Lowen? Hey, everyone, it's Lindsay Lowen, And guess what? Now I'm on TikTok.
3: She was on our show once years ago, probably 10 years ago. Was, uh, we did a bit called Get a Celebrity to Call the Show. And she ended up calling the show on behalf of someone. I would go back and grab that audio to see how she introduced herself. But we don't have those tapes anymore, so I can't.
1: But I'm sure we said, hey, everyone, it's Lindsay Lohan.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Uh, yeah. So uh, you learn something new every day. Sorry about that, Lindsay Lohan. Uh, also trending this morning is Pepsi. So Pepsi is taking cola to a whole new level with the introduction of Nitro Pepsi, the first ever nitrogen infused cola. They say it is creamy, smooth, and has a mesmerizing cascade of tiny bubbles topped off by a frothy foam head. It's going to be available nationwide starting on March 28th, but you can pre-order it now through walmart.com. There are two different flavors of it. You've got draft cola and vanilla draft cola. Nitro Pepsi, it gets its infusion from nitro via a unique little widget that's placed at the bottom of every can, and its use Actually, marks the first time this type of widget technology, um, has been used. It's, it's used in beer and coffee products, but it's the first time it's been applied to a cola category to create this frothy, foamy, smooth texture, um, for, for nitro Pepsi. So I, I'm excited actually to try this. I'm, it's going to be kind of like Guinness, but with cola i guess really good yeah i'm actually looking forward to this this will definitely have to be a try it tuesday i'm gonna jump on this pre-order thing now uh again you can pre-order it at walmart.com comes out on march 28th and that is what's trending grab your phone we want caller
3: 20 right now 702-364-9400 that's our number your caller 20 you get to play heads up for a delicious prize.
1: We have a $150 dining card to Fogo de Chão. You can have some delicious food with this culinary experience right now. Just be Caller 20, pick your category, pick your partner, and if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you are going to win. It's as easy as that. Caller 20, you're playing 702-364-9400.
2: It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1.
1: Michelle, you're caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? Woo! I think so. Oh, you got this. You can do it. We want to get you this uh, dining card to Fogo to Shone. Pick a category. Do you want to go with jumping jacks or banana bread? Banana bread. Banana bread. It is. Okay. It's National Banana Bread Day. It was actually yesterday. So these are all ingredients in banana bread. Who do you want to pick as your partner this morning?
4: You, Mercedes. Okay. All right. Here
3: we go, Michelle. 60 seconds on the clock. Get six correct. You get that gift card. You can do it. You start now.
1: Okay. This, uh, it's not margarine, but it is. Butter. Yes. You, You would crack one of these. Walnut? No, it it it, it's uh, comes from a chicken. Yes, this is. um, You might sift this to put it in. Flour? Yep. Uh, It it it, you peel this. It's the main ingredient. Banana? Yes. Uh, This is. I'm gonna pass this. This makes it sweet. You could use either use white. Yep. Um, This is. it it is it might be in a stick form or it might be um powdered um uh you know what pass you, oh. you might crack this you said it earlier it's a walnut. yes Woo-hoo! nice you got it congratulations Yay.
3: Thank you. <laughs> Michelle, you did it. Banana bread for the win. And you get a $150 gift card to Fogo de Congratulations. We'll have another one of these gift cards tomorrow morning at 625 with the early edition of Heads Up. And we'll do Heads Up again later on this morning in the 8 o'clock hour. When you win that, you'll get tickets to go see the Lumineers. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning.
1: Mix ninety four point one. It is Mercedes in the morning. What were you just saying to me, JC?
3: I was saying that the uh, the girl that cut my hair yesterday. Her name is Keller, and I was talking to her about just pop culture stuff or something. And I, I made a comment to her. I'm like, "Are you excited about BTS coming to town?" And she goes, "Who?" I go, "BTS. BTS is coming to town. I made the big announcement. They've got uh, four shows." She goes, "Who's BTS?" Like, you don't know? Who oh,
1: B- this is a trash I see no
3: BTS. She goes, "No. Who is it?" I'm like, "The Korean pop band." She goes, "No, I never heard BTS." I'm like, okay, that's cool. She's, you know, not everyone knows who BTS is. So I had to explain to her who BTS was. I was trying to do my best job of explaining BTS, but is there something that everyone is talking about? But you need explaining. Maybe you're listening to us yesterday. We're talking about the hype of BTS. You're like, who's
1: BTS? Yeah, you're- not. I mean, they are a worldwide phenomenon, but not everyone is on board. Obviously, I mean, it, it's it's one of those things where it's it spreads, but maybe it hasn't reached you yet.
3: Exactly. And so I was saying, you know, they're a Korean pop band. They're huge. This Allegiant Stadium thing is going to be sold out. They're going to have a satellite viewing area that's going to be sold out as well. And she's like, well, what are some of their songs? And so I'm like, there's Butter. I think there's one called Fake Love. And then she goes. She says, to "Me goes. Well, what does BTS stand for?" And I went, "Uh oh." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Boys to summer." No. And I said, "Actually, you know what? I got no idea what BTS stands for."
1: <laughs> it's it's okay. So like they say, there's a couple of things, but it's it's it's. I I don't even know if I'm saying it right, but it's Bangtan Bangtan Sanyo Dan. It's it's like. Bangtan Boys. It's it. I, we should get Sophie on the phone. She can explain it better. But uh, it's it's. They say like bulletproof Boy Scouts. Like it's. It, there's a lot of different meanings for. It. But basically, it's Bangtan Boys, which um is. There's multiple names for it. Basically.
3: So boys to summer. No, that's not right. Yeah, I, was, that's I was right definitely there with her not right. Then. Is there something that everyone's talking about that you need? Maybe it is a band or maybe it's a movie or show that people watch. You're like, I have no idea what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the thing you need explaining, 702-364-9400. Uh, we, Sophie and I, like. she has taught me so much about them. I She gives me quizzes about them. I I get these playlists where she gives me all the songs. She gives me quizzes about each of the. Men members like i have learned so much thanks to her and now i am equally as excited about them coming to town like we we talked about this weeks ago where we were like trying to manifest them coming to town. So when they made the announcement Mm -hmm. that they were coming, we're like, oh my gosh, we literally manifested this. Like we couldn't believe it. We were screaming when they made the announcement. Are
3: you guys going to go try? We talked about this yesterday, but I I mean, you would think they're going to be here the entire time. They're going to be here for the Grammys and then the shows the following week and then shows the next week. You know, you would think they would stay in Las Vegas. Where are they going to stay? Is there a certain hotel that they stay at? Is there fan chatter? About this, because I remember, like, as a kid when wrestling, you know, wrestling was my BTS. And when wrestlers were in town, we would, like, go to places, like, okay, they're. they're, they're performing at the MGM Grand. We know they'll probably party in the bar afterwards. So let's leave the wrestling event early so we can get a spot at the bar they go to. Because once the wrestlers get to that bar, they cl- close it off and you can't get in there. Does that thought process go into Sophie's mind right now?
1: Well, it, they're just knowing the guys, that's not really how they are. They don't really like hang out at bars. But, and,
3: and or the gym or somewhere else, wherever they, they go. They
1: don't really do that. That's just not their personality. Uh, they're... And and it's just not feasible for them because it's it's utter chaos wherever they go. And unfortunately, and and that's just not their personality. They do a lot of these, um, these their their fans mean so much to them. They're it, it's called their the army, and they just they will do these live streams and they do these. They have this um this show called Run BTS where they 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 do these shows for the fans, and they don't really go out. And hang out at bars and and stuff like that. It's just impossible for them. It's it's chaos. But they they do these live streams and they answer questions. But we have talked about where they they're going to stay. We have two theories on that, and I don't know as far as the fan chatter on that and where they're going to be. But um, we think that there's going to they're either going to stay at the mansions at the MGM, we think, or the Four Seasons. That's that's where everyone thinks, but mm-hmm. I, we don't know. We don't know. We're not going to go. If they throw st- a curveball,
3: and they're staying at Circus Circus. Oh, uh, that, that, that could
1: be. That could be. They like knows? to go ride rides and have fun. Uh, who knows? But we're, we'll see. Do you remember? Do you remember the rap line?
3: Uh we're running out of time. I don't. Re- uh, <sighs> uh, I don't remember it, but I got it here. <laughs> their names i got i'll have to i'll have it down by april i promise you that much i promise you that we got to get you
1: ready for this
3: (laughs) hot three's up next what do you got for us okay
1: we are going to talk about this uh ukrainian invasion panic sets in we're going to give you the latest on that also uh, do you think that younger people were happier during the lockdowns a lot of younger people say they actually were we're going to talk about that also two guys ordered subway they paid they ate it and then they robbed the place. We're going to talk about this crazy situation. What happened at this subway restaurant? It's, uh, it's kind of ridiculous. It's all coming up next in the Hot Three. I drive
3: Olivia Rodrigo just said she's working on her next album. She has the title down and a few songs down as well. And she'll be in town next month for the Grammys. Here we go.
2: It's time for the Mercedes Hot Three on Nutty 94.1. The Hot
3: Three, it's brought to you by attorney Paul Powell.
1: More lawyer, less speed. Before we get started on excuse me, the Hot Three, will you wanna wish a very happy birthday? To our good friend Fred. He turns 51 today. Happy birthday, Fred! Fred. Fred. (laughs) We appreciate your loyalty and just love you so much. So happy birthday, Fred. All right, let's get to the hot three this morning. Panic is unfolding in Ukraine as the country fights. a Russian invasion, people are rushing to banks and crowding gas stations. There's also a huge traffic jam in the capital as hundreds of families are desperate to escape and explosion amid explosions. Travel isn't any easier by air as Ukraine has shut down. It's air travel. I mean, it is just crazy. Hundreds of families are desperate to escape um as amid explosions and they just declared a state of emergency. And then amid martial law too, people are taking shelter in Kiev's underground stations as military strikes are happening nearby. Several neighboring countries are preparing to take in a large number of refugees. Meanwhile, demonstrators have gathered outside the Russian embassy in Washington, D.C. to protest the invasion of Ukraine. The crowd appeared early this morning after Russian President Vladimir Putin says he was launching a special military operation in Ukraine. The demonstrators carried Ukrainian flags, Russian flags, and various protest signs with some saying never again. So, So
3: scary watching that stuff unfold.
1: Yeah, it's it's very scary. It seems like um there's a there's a lot going on currently and it just keeps changing so mm-hmm. I, I forgive me if <laughs> if things are outdated yeah, and this is the, change. yeah so i just i I'm, I'm trying to stay on top of things but like they said like i said they're changing by the minute so we'll try to keep you posted on everything as we get it also this morning i think we can all agree that a few good things came out of the pandemic not many but there were some silver linings researchers in the uk have put out a new study where they found that one in that one in um Sorry, I just had my alarm go off to remind us to wish Fred a happy birthday. So um, researchers in the UK have put out a new study where they found that one in three young people between the ages of eight and 18 said that they were happier during the lockdown. There are mostly kids. Um, they These are mostly kids that are under a lot of stress in normal life. So the quarantines and remote learning meant that they avoided bullying. They felt less lonely and they got more sleep and exercise. They were enriched were They were enriched with their family. They had better relationships and their mental health improved while they were staying at home. Now, this probably doesn't include many kids that thrive in social settings and in group activities like sports. But one in three is a huge chunk if you think about it. Of course, this doesn't mean that we're going back into lockdowns to save the children. But it could provide some insight into how we can give kids a break from the stressful um, experience that they have and help them find a little more balance. So it, it did help a, a good portion of children. If you think about it.
3: Yeah, yeah. And if you're someone that's out there dealing with a bully and it's just awful that you're going through that, but yet not to worry about dealing with that on a day-to-day basis at, in the classroom, which just stinks now with bullying and social media and everything else, but not having to go to the classroom is just a huge plus going back. If you went back to your childhood, how, how do you think you would have handled a lockdown? Do you think you would have been okay? Would you have been like, Missing your friends, wanting back at the classroom. Like you as a kid, Mercedes as a kid. How would you think it played out for you?
1: Um, I go both ways because the introvert in me thinks I would have really liked it a mm-hmm. lot. I I think I would have really enjoyed it. As an adult, I have to say I did enjoy portions of it, but I do. There is a part of me that does need that social interaction. I did miss my friends. I did. Even though my circle is small, I did miss that that interaction with my small circle. So I think at it, the novelty of it wore off after a little while. Um, so I, I did find myself at one point missing that that interaction. Um, at two months, I think after that, I was kind of like, <laughs> oh, okay, uh, enough's enough. How about you?
3: Uh, well, kid JC, I think I would have been. I think it would have been okay. I think it would have survived it where just like you go out on my 3 wheel or something and just get out of the house. Probably would have gotten on my sister's nerves. Um, would have started missing my friends. Probably would have looked for ways to go see, sneak out and see my friends somehow, some way. And then as far as me as an adult, yeah, I was not. I mean, who was a fan of it? There was a lot of down times. But it's like it's funny. I just look back to the the positive parts of it. Just, you know, more time with, with my wife and just, you know, those nights we just – the weekends – Staying in the house and just relaxing in the house. So I look back on the on the high spots versus the low spots of the whole thing.
1: Yeah, I mean it's too easy to go to the low yeah. spots, so you do have to find that silver lining. And I think that's what this study does too. It finds that yeah, it's you could look at the two out of three that didn't find a benefit out of it, but the one out of three that's a big chunk. So mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta find the the highs in this. Finally, this morning, this reminds me of <laughs> that. That opening scene in Pulp Fiction where they're finishing up that meal at the diner and then they decide to rob... That very diner. Do you remember that? Do you remember? I I
3: remember I don't remember the opening scene. I remember. I think I saw Pulp Fiction once.
1: Okay. It's a good movie. You should go back and watch it. Well, two men went into a subway in New Orleans on Sunday evening, and they ate their sandwiches. And then they went back up to the counter, and they held that place up. So they pulled guns. They demanded the money out of the register, and then they ran off. Now, they're still on the loose. It's unclear how much they got away with, and if the police have any suspects the cashier wasn't hurt but just imagine it they they walked up they went through the whole ordering process like you know i'll take the italian herbs and cheese bread no green peppers yes toasted please Then they pay (laughs) they're sitting there they're eating maybe they're thinking hey we just you know coughed up 20 dollars for these subs the the place probably has a bunch of 20s in this register let's go for it just the fact that they sat there and and ate their food and then decided to go back up and rob the place is what police are trying to figure out. Like why they ended up doing that. They're still looking for them. Um, and, and the fact that they sat there and got such a good description of the police, uh, of the the gunmen, and still cannot find them is what has police Yeah, they're on camera not. all the time
3: ordering food <laughs> sitting inside the restaurant. And, and they, they can't, can't track find them, out. them. It's just crazy. <laughs> Coming up here in the 7 o'clock hour, we do have the dirt. And just like that, Pete Davidson deletes Instagram. And Kanye West <sighs> is to blame. Details at 7.15.
1: Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. It is 7.02. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. I was talking to a friend of ours, a radio friend, and we were talking about one of the guests that we had on our show last week, Adasa, who is from um, Encanto, and how great she was. And I guess they are trying to get her on their show and he was asking me for a contact information on her and how great she was. And we were talking about one of the guests that they're trying, one of the guests that they had scheduled for their show. And I don't want to say who it was, but they were ready to have this person on their show. And at the last minute they canceled on them. And the reason why they canceled the, he was, he was so upset. He's like, they canceled for the worst reason. Like I, he thinks that they just completely blew them off because they either overslept or didn't want to cancel but have you ever had someone cancel on you for such a a ridiculous reason what's the worst excuse someone has ever given you to cancel um this this guest canceled on them because they said the their pr person called and said they couldn't do the interview because they had a sick rabbit they're like sorry um so and so is not going to be able to do the interview they have a sick rabbit and and they're like "A, a sick rabbit and they're like, yeah. And this was like five minutes before the interview. <laughs> they're like, they're all prepared. They're all ready for the interview. They all did their, their prep. They're all ready to go. And the PR person's like, sorry, uh so-and-so is not calling in. They have a sick rabbit. We're like, oh, well, we, you know, we could wait if you, you know, and they're like, no, it's just not going to happen. And they're like, no rescheduling. No. And they're like, no, it's just not happening. They have a sick rabbit. <laughs>
3: Well, it was a sick dog. It's their pet. So you got to take care of your pet. I got a sick puppy. Can't do the interview. You really can't just pick up the phone and be on the phone for five minutes with us? Was it an in-studio or a phone or deal?
1: Um, I, you know what? I did not ask. I think it was probably a phone, a phone or I'm deal. Guessing, yeah. yeah. Listen, oh. you got
3: a sick pet or something. You can still maybe tend to the pet, tend to your pup or your, your rabbit, but still be on the phone doing the interview. I got a sick rabbit.
1: Did you ever, <laughs> did you ever get someone cancel anything on you? Maybe it was a date. Maybe uh, they were supposed to show up for a birthday party and they just all of a sudden didn't show up and then you call and ask why you didn't show up and they they gave you a really ridiculous excuse what was the what was the ridiculous excuse someone gave you for canceling uh last minute 702 364 9400 does it beat a sick rabbit have you ever had someone cancel on you for a ridiculous reason
3: uh, Well, it's, maybe it's not maybe it's, maybe you think it's ridiculous maybe it's not but it was for my 30th birthday weekend i was in dc we, Laura and i flew out here to las vegas we went out friday night we went out big like on friday night did the whole thing and then the plan was to go out to dinner on saturday night with like a like a really nice dinner at a sushi restaurant and i remember my buddy keith tells me he he, he can't make it to dinner tonight because i don't feel like getting dressed up <laughs> like, dude, it's been a nice dinner tonight. I just, you know, last night was fun. We went big. I still feel like getting dressed up tonight. It's like, all right, man. <laughs> all right, that's it. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> and then it was fun. like all my other buddies, I canceled too. One buddy was too hungover. I thought to the point where they're all canceling because it was going to be a surprise dinner party. But no, they just were all like canceling. But his excuse, I just don't feel like getting dressed up tonight. All right, man. That's cool. I'll see you next time I'm in town
1: that's so funny because mine is kind of similar to that i we were gonna go out for my it was for my friend's birthday Uh and one of my other girlfriends decided not to go with us and she said she wasn't going because she doesn't have anything cute (laughs) is is her name keith (laughs) (laughs) we're like we're like jen's not going why she's like because i don't have anything cute we're like That's okay. You don't have to have anything cute. She's like, no, it's not okay. I just, I don't have anything cute to wear. We're like, you don't have to. We're we're none of us. I mean, we're just, I'm like, I'm just wearing jeans and a a, a top. And she's like, I don't have anything cute. I'm not going. (laughs) Okay.
3: Maybe we should appreciate the honesty in this. Your friend's honesty. My (laughs) friend, he could have said I'm too hungover. I just don't feel like getting dressed up. I can't find something cute. We need to appreciate the honesty in these excuses.
1: (laughs) My rabbit is sick. (laughs) Yes. I don't feel like dressing up. I don't have any cute. This text just came in from Shadow. I had a date cancel on me saying she just found out her grandma was pregnant and couldn't go out. Okay. Cool. Good My grandma's grandma. pregnant. I, I can't go out. Uh, okay. I mean, she's going to still be pregnant <laughs> when you come back. I mean, that's okay. Sometimes, yeah, I guess you have to appreciate the honesty.
3: Honesty is the best policy. (laughs) Coming up here in the dirt, Pete Davidson deletes his Instagram account, and Kanye West is kind of to blame. Details coming up. The Killer Roy, Justin Bieber, that stay on Mix 94.1. We
2: never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1.
3: Pete Davidson has deleted his Instagram account again after seeming to shade Kanye West. While he hadn't posted anything, he added a link in his bio that leads to a YouTube video of fictional comedian Rupert Pumpkin reciting his famous quote Better to be king for a night than schmuck for a lifetime. Fans figured that video was a, a little subtle swipe at Kim Kardashian's soon to be ex husband. They took the comments to praise him, and then Pete took the Instagram to take the whole thing down.
1: Oh my gosh, how old are we? How old are we? Are we gonna start? Little, I'm gonna post this about him. I'm gonna post this about him.
0: Come I'm gonna show sure. you. Uh.
3: Florence and the Machine dropped a new song yesterday. It's called King. Take a listen to this. Where is it? It is right here. Take a listen. Brand new Florence and the Machine. Machine. The song, The King. I need my golden crown of sorrow, my bloody sword to swing, my
2: empty hall to echo with grand self mythology. I'm no mother. I am.
3: Ooh, the group's most recent album was back in 2018. Was this the one you were talking about that you heard recently? That's kind of a different vibe for the group.
1: No, I hadn't heard this one. Okay, this is my first hear uh, listen on this one. I've not heard it. What do you think of it? I like it. I I love I love her. She I, she has such a beautiful voice.
3: I had not heard that though. She's got a sound. And Then the weekend was going to put something out today. He tweeted out last night. Let's go! It's finally here. It's time tomorrow. And then just about nine ten hours ago. Just because everything that's going on in the world, he tweeted out, Unfortunately, I'm just now seeing what's happening with the conflict, and we'll pause on tomorrow's announcement. I pray for everyone's safety. Do you have details on that? No. Oh. Darn it. Mercedes is the assistant music director at Mix 94.1. So I thought maybe you had some insight of what was going on with these people. Nope,
1: got nothing. Let's talk about Celebrity
3: Big Brother. If you don't want to know what happened last night, uh, don't jump on any computer and stay off of social media. And also tune away for about 20 seconds. The winner of Celebrity Big Brother misha tate she left the celebrity brig brother house the same way she entered it as a winner so she won the very first head of household um she also won four hohs two veto wins and she won big the jury voted for her seven to one over fellow finalist todrick hall
1: Poor Todrick. He just can't catch a break. Did you watch any of the Celebrity Big Brother? Not really, but this is his second second place. Remember, he was second on mass Singer also. Oh, was he really? Yeah, oh. Jewel <laughs> beat him on that. Well, so, it's Jewel. So, man, poor guy can't catch a break. Now, I'm going so I'm going to ask a question
3: at the end of this story. That's why I'm doing this story. Because I do have a question for everyone and your thoughts on this. But there's many times that your daughters, Mercedes, who are Gen Z, come on the show and educate us on new bands and trends. Well, I want to educate Gen Zers out there on a band they might not be familiar with, and that band is Heart. So the band Heart, it consists of Anne and Nancy Wilson. Hits include songs like Barracuda. You got,
1: right the I
3: you got These Dreams.
0: These dreams go when my eyes. And
3: then All I Want to Do is Make Love to You. a real twisted song when you break down the lyrics. But anyway, Heart is gearing up for a tour, but it's not the Heart that we're used to. It's Nancy Wilson only. It's Nancy without her sister, Ann, but going out on tour as Heart. No, Ann. There was a big falling out between the sisters. But the reason I bring this up is I think this applies to a lot of bands. Can you really call them Heart if there's only one member? Because it's normally the two sisters. Is it really Heart if it's just one of them?
1: Mm, no, I think it's uh you take out the take out the and you take out the A it's just heat it's heat it's no it's no heart it's just heat uh I don't think it is I think you just say hey it's uh it's Nancy Wilson or uh, and wait which one is not going and Anne? and's not going
3: uh Nancy's going no no yeah ands. so yeah. just say it's yeah. Nancy
1: Wilson of heart I, I don't know yeah okay. I don't agree with that
3: what about now is Journey Journey. It's Without- not. Steve, it's not Steve Perry. It's mm-hmm. Arnell, who who's a great singer. Uh, he was he was covering karaoke songs. He had his own music in his own right, but that's who stepped in for for Steve Perry. And they tore. They were just here as Journey.
1: Well, I mean, I think we all know that Steve Perry is not there. So it's. I think if it's over fifty percent of the group, the group, then you can call it the group, as long as it's over fifty percent of the group.
3: Okay, so then if Nirvana decided to reform the, the surviving members and they got someone else to step in, Kurt Cobain's role, is that still considered Nirvana?
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't make the rules. Why are you coming to me? I don't know.
3: I'm not, I, I, this, I don't think Journey's Journey without Steve Perry. I, I, don't, I don't
1: technically either, but you know, if they want to go do that, it's, it's up to the ticket buyers to
3: decide. <laughs> but it's funny, like Van Halen, when Sammy Hagar stepped in for David Lee Roth, I still feel like that was Van Halen, maybe because they put out hit songs as Van Halen, and Arnell with Journey is now putting out Journey hits, and how can you have someone step in the place of Kurt Cobain? You just can't do it.
1: Yeah, I uh, and I actually preferred Van Hagar over Van Halen, and that was a, I, I feel like that was a preference thing, too. So, I don't know. It really, it just depends if you like the the this current evolution of journey then it's a journey but then the purists are going to be like that's not journey
3: it's steve perry singing it yeah. the rest of the guys neil sean and the rest of the guys singing performing everything in the background but it's not the same lead singer so exactly interesting conversation coming up next hour eight twenty five when you win heads up, we got tickets for you to go see the lumineers it's mix 94.1 it's mercedes in the morning
1: So a nasty pothole is causing major problems for drivers in this uh, country road near Youngstown, Ohio, um, on Monday. And apparently, like, at least eight cars pulled over with tire damage in this short period of time. So a local police officer, he sprang into action. He couldn't patch the pothole, so he did the next best thing. He temporarily filled it with a couple of phone books that he saw just lying on the side of the road he put these he put these phone books in this pothole and it it fixed the pothole temporarily until they could get it fixed i mean talk about patching up an issue uh in a way that is kind of unconventional the 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 lazy way to fix something until it actually gets fixed and that's not the only way that we we fix things around here <laughs> i mean that's in in ohio but found out that someone here on the show has a lazy way of uh fixing something <clears throat> stuff <Steph. laughs>
4: i know and it's so funny because um james's car it's older but it's in great shape and it runs great the speakers are great it's just some things that some things aren't fixable right now Well, one because he's working from home and he doesn't really need his car so So we usually use my car. So today he goes, hey, use my car to go to work today because uh, he has to get stuff done for my car. So I'm like, all right. So I totally forgot that his window is held up by like cardboard and paper <laughs> because the regulator is broken so when you press regulators, the bu- <laughs> Um yeah and so i i, I not that i forgot it's just one of those things that like it's there i never really roll the windows down i'll usually use the air conditioning or the heater so i'm on my way to work this morning and it's not a pothole it's one of those things on the ground that like the ninja turtles come out of what are those things oh, called manhole cover yeah manhole covers Come I love it. So I'm driving to work, and if on rainbow, in front of the 7 Eleven, there's one of those manhole covers, and they're deep. And I went over it, and it goes boom, 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 the car. And right when that happened, the window went plop.
2: Oh no. am oh, like,
4: oh no. What am I going to do? The- Luckily, The cardboard and the paper fell inside the car. So I'm like, I'm reaching forward. I'm like, oh, my gosh, where's my lifesaver fix? Because that's what's going to hold up the window while I'm at work. But in the meantime, I'm rolling with the window down. I'm like, don't panic. Everything's going to be okay. because I don't know how to push the window up. James usually does it. So I parked the car in front of the station and I'm like, Rolling up the thing, and I'm pushing, and I'm pushing. I'm like, oh my god, I can't get this thing done. I'm holding up the window, and it's not coming up. So I'm like, all right, take a deep breath. And I finally got the window to come up and stick it up with the cardboard and the paper. But man, if that if I lost that, that thing would be down right now. Hopefully, it didn't get robbed. Oh, yesterday
3: too, with the rain and everything else, people also break it in. And, and Donatello didn't pop out of the pothole to help you out. No,
4: Michelangelo didn't come out. We're lean, we're green, and we're mean. <laughs>
1: you have fixed something. What is your quick fix? 702 364 Your lazy fix. That is hilarious. I think
3: we all do it. I think everyone has one. You just, you just have to be, you have to call it and admit what it is. 702-364-9400. Mercedes, start with you. What's
2: yours?
1: Oh, my lazy fix. Um, <laughs> okay, so this is kind of um, oh man, my kid's going to be embarrassed. Well, you know, sometimes like if you have a headboard that whether you're doing something on your bed or it just, uh like, y- y- you lay on the bed and it bangs up against the wall. Uh, do you ever put a pillow just behind the headboard?
3: To cushion things? Yes. <laughs> we don't, but I can see why you would do it with two daughters in the house.
1: Well, no, just sometimes you just uh, you just don't want it to knock against the wall. <laughs>
3: Mm-hmm. With two daughters in the house, no, just any
1: time. I don't I, just, I want anyone to hear that either. I, just any time you just don't want it. Does
3: your bedroom back up to one of the girls' rooms?
1: No, it just uh, sometimes I don't want it to. Just any time if I just sit on the bed, sometimes it'll knock up against uh-huh. the wall, and so I sometimes I'll just put a pillow there. That's
3: actually a great invention, the headboard pillow. Yes. Through so the the banging and clanging, no one else hears. It's like insulation for your headboard against the wall. We actually so put,
1: we put that against the the headboard in the guest room because when my mother and father would come to visit back in the day, it would clank up against the wall. And it would drive me and my husband insane. And so we went into it. We put two pillows up against that. Very and smart. My mom would be like, why are there pillows on this headboard? And we'd be like, just leave them there, please. <laughs> <Got> <laughs> That's that. why. It's it's smart
3: Mercedes is what it is.
1: That was our quick easy fix because I didn't know what else to do. <laughs> What's your quick fix?
3: Uh, mine is in our guest ba- uh, bathroom upstairs. There's like a hook for either towel or bathrobe behind the door and it fell off once. I was able to screw it back on and then it fell off a couple years later and just the way the screws fell out and everything, you can't get back it up, th- put it back up there. Without another like I don't know assembly kit, so I super glued it to the door. I haven't put it to the test. There's no way it's going to hold a, a you know, damp towel or bathrobe, but it looks good. And I, I know not—I'm the not only really one that's in there. I know not to use it, so it looks okay. But I think if we have a guest or someone that puts a towel on it, that thing will Boom. come crashing down, and then I'll blame them. What'd you do to my bathroom? You're
1: going to have to pay to have this repaired. <laughs> you know, this uh, this uh, text says, uh, "What's broken and I'm too lazy to fix my marriage." Sad laugh. Oh. <laughs>
3: Man. Ouch. There's effort. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of effort. That's the case. We got the hot three coming up next. What do you got for us?
1: Um, We are going to talk about uh, the top personality traits that parents want their kids to have. What are they? Also, what are the top office annoyances? And your life doesn't really flash. Before your eyes, when you die, a fascinating new study that just came out. We're going to talk about all that coming up next in the hot.
3: It's 694.1 Mercedes in the morning. Don't forget, next hour, those tickets to the Lumineers at 825.
2: It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3
3: on Mix 94.1. And the Hot 3, it's brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee.
1: We could all use a little more honesty in this world, so I hope this actually sticks. Someone asked parents to name the top personality traits that they want their kids to have when they grow up. And honesty got the most votes. It's not clear if those parents really want the world to be a better place or they just want their kids to stop lying to them. But... It's still a good answer. The top traits we want our kids to have are honesty, kindness, self-confidence, good manners, high self-esteem, independence, empathy, helpfulness, patience, and loyalty.
3: Man, if you're rolling on all those right now, you're having a great day.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I I saw another um, unrelated study and it asked like millionaires, what trait do they want their kids to have um more than anything and they wanted their kids to not have a sense of self entitlement just because Mm -hmm. you know they're they're growing up in this world where they pretty much have anything they want and they were more concerned about their kids having this sense of self-entitlement so that they they hope that they were more um that they were more grounded and not so like, okay, I can have anything I want and, and living in this world where everything is just handed to me. Yeah.
3: I want them to go out there and earn it on their own, yeah. make their own, make their own living and make their own way in the world. There's a couple people I follow on social media. Um, like, I don't know, personally just follow them on social media Who are well to do and have had success in the, in the business world. And they make comments about, they'll comment on that same kind of thing. Like my kids are getting anything I'm taking, I'm going to spend it all or take it all with me or donate to charity. They, you know, I'm, I'm teaching them the tools to go out there. There and make it on their own, but uh, don't don't expect a dime from me. Which I thought was kind of interesting.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I, I mean, I'm trying to set things up so that my kids will have something, mm-hmm. but they know that I don't have enough to set them up for life. Well, yeah, you They're want your have to do their to own work. thing. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, of all those things, I mean, honesty I think is very important. But I think that of all those, I would I want them the, the kindness obviously, but self confidence to me is probably the high one on the list. I just want them to be confident in themselves and their own abilities and be able to go out. There there and and just know that you know they can they can do whatever they set out to do
3: well, when they join the show we can hear in the voices your daughters are very oh, self-confident they're certainly kind and i don't think they're lying to us when they say they're like bts so if they got <laughs> I think I think the they honesty, got honesty as true. well
1: uh, also this morning have the things that annoy us about the office changed in the past couple of years because i don't think all of these would have made the top 10 Pre-pandemic. A new survey asked people to name the most annoying things that happen at the office. And here's what people said. Coworkers talking too loudly while you're trying to work. People who cough or sneeze while, without covering their mouth. Ew. Yeah. It, but would that, have, that still would have bothered me yeah. pre-pandemic. Uh, coworkers who come into work even though they're sick still mm. would have bothered me. Uh, slow computers, IT issues, uh, smelly bathrooms. And people who leave dirty dishes in the work sink. Uh, when you're in the bathroom and you realize someone didn't wash their hands. See, all these still bothered me before yeah. the pandemic. None, none of these actually got past my radar. In fact, <laughs> I remember I would come in here and I'd shame people uh, <laughs> when I saw them not wash their hands. I'd be like, oh, I saw someone walk out of the bathroom without washing their hands. It still bothered
3: me. Oh, yeah. We had like all the guys knew who yeah. would go in there and we'd, we'd point things out. For me, I would add, you said smelly bathroom. I would add smelly food to that list. I understand you might have a smelly lunch. Just just dispose of it properly. We have an issue here in the studio because we used to have the cleaners just come in every day and, and clean the studios. But now I think they come in like twice a week. So if someone has smelly food in the studio and they throw it out, it's just sitting here overnight. And th- yesterday was one of those days where the cleaners weren't here last night. Someone had some smelly food. So I walked in the studio this morning, opened the door for the first time and it's like, oh, yeah. okay, that's heavy.
1: And it just sits there yeah. and stews. Actually, smelly lunches is, is on the list. Oh, is it? it's, yeah, it's in the top 20, but um, some of the other things, close talkers, uh, brown nosers, <laughs> people who call in sick when you know they're not really sick, stuff like that. Um, finally this morning, this is so fascinating. You've heard your life can flash before your eyes during a near death experience, but does that really happen or is it just something that people say? Well, a new study found that the the first direct evidence that it does in fact happen or it's at least possible an 87 year old guy in Estonia recently died of a heart attack while his brain was being scanned. It was a total coincidence. And apparently it was the first time detailed brain activity has been recorded at the moment of death. So doctors were curious to see the scans. They analyzed his brain activity from the 30 seconds before and after he passed. And right around the time his heart stopped, his brain waves they changed in a major way. They suddenly look like they do when we're dreaming, flashing back, or processing lots of information. So his brain was very active at that moment, and they don't know why, but they think it could have been um, a flash before your eyes type of thing. The lead author of the study says it's possible his brain was rapidly replaying old memories from his life. Also, it's it's possible he was just dreaming or hallucinating and whatever his brain thought it saw was meaningless, but they've seen similar brain activity in rats before they die so it's possible all animals experience it to some extent more research is needed but they they think that this is evidence that your life really might flash before your eyes when you die
3: That's a trip hearing that and here's stories too about people that were you know in an accident or something and they see uh, they see the light and they start walking towards the light Mm -hmm. that's just most likely them their brain activity doing things as they get ready to to pass on. But then at the last second, they're not passing on. They're coming back to us.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've heard stories. Um, I remember when my grandmother passed away and my father and my aunts were there when she passed away. And they told me that as she as she was experiencing her last moments, like she opened her eyes and she looked up almost like she was looking up to to go and mm-hmm. and the like she was saying something like i can't remember the words that she that she told me but something to the effect of like i'm coming or something like that and almost like she knew that this was it and so it just it makes you wonder what you're experiencing in that those final moments and if you know that those are your final moments it's just it's really Is it a calming sensation that yeah. comes over
3: you see all these memories and you, hopefully they're great memories your child or whatever the great memories are washing over in essence the way to kind of calm you that everything's going to be okay versus a state of panic right before that moment happens and she,
1: They said she smiled like the corners of her, her mouth actually turned up like she was smiling and, and happy about something it's just it's really fascinating
3: Yeah a, that's an amazing study they did there and that was the last one right, yeah, that's it. Okay, uh, we're gonna put ourselves to the test here because coming up, we've got incoherent the game. We try to decipher the gibberish, and we're keeping. I who cares about the score? It's just fun doing it, but we are keeping score. Are you in the lead right now?
1: I am, but I don't know the score. I, Steph, do you have the What's score? I have the
2: score.
4: Uh, I I believe you're three,
1: I'm two, and JC is one. Yeah, you're right. I almost don't care about the score. It's just fun fun doing it. Who cares
3: who wins? But uh, we do make it a competition style. That way you know where we're going with it. But we'll do incoherent coming up in just about three minutes. In fact, right after Green Day, we'll get into it. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning.
1: All right, it is time for some incoherent. I'm a little behind today because I kind of screwed up. I uh, grabbed from the used pile of cards. And so I was looking at my cards. I'm like, wait, these look very familiar. Uh, So we're just kind of getting situated here. But let's explain the game incoherent to you. It is a bunch of gibberish where we have cards that just have words that make zero sense. But when you say them, they're commonly known phrases. There are phrases, names, things like that, that you may know from, I don't know. Pop culture
0: references. Pop culture. Yeah. yeah.
1: This is the family edition that we are playing here because a lot of people ask us, what are you uh, playing? So this is the game. We are live on Facebook now if you want to check it out. Mercedes in the morning. Um, did you guys take a look at your new cards here? Yeah.
3: It's funny because you, you step right over the, the first batch of cards and I saw the Patrick Mahomes one. It's like, okay. Like, I okay. remember the Patrick Mahomes. These are new. They, at least they're new to me.
1: Okay. I hope so because I, I was a little confused. I'm like, oh my gosh, did I grab the right ones? But yeah. Okay. So we're we're all ready to go. Uh, the score is three me, two Steph, one JC. Yep. Okay. Yes. But we are just playing for fun. Yeah, it's it's a just good time. a fun game. So uh, since I won last week, that means I go first this week. I get to pick who gives me my cards. I think you gave me mine week, JC. So then I think I'll go with you this week, Steph. Okay. Um. Yeah, let's go with you this week, Steph. So, uh, oh, we need a timer, oh, we,
3: put, we? Steph's going to put the timer up there. There's some changes behind the scenes. So Steph will put the timer up there. You've got 30 seconds. On the clock, Mercedes, to get as many as possible, and okay. you're allowed one
1: pass. One pass. One is pass. All I get. All right.
3: Okay, you guys ready?
1: I'm <sighs> ready. All right. We
3: start in three,
1: two, one. Show Biden. Joe Biden. Yep. Um. Ooh. P R P B R B. Yes. Um. Uh. I ma bahadkai. Uh. I ma bahadkai. A ma. <laughs> A mod by Had Kai. i mod bad. Kai. Pass. Um. Uh. A quarantine. Quarantine. Yep. Um. Uh. Ops. Obsti- oh.
3: <laughs> you're, you're gonna kick yourself.
1: This one. You were saying it. You were yes, saying sir. it. Say I it again. Ma, I'm bad.
4: Had Kai.
3: Come on, Billy Eilish.
4: Duh. I'm a bad guy. <laughs> And then, um, do you want to go over that last one that
1: you were doing really quick? I feel like I was on the verge of it. Let me see it really quick. Obstacle gorsa. I do so
3: good when you guys say them to me.
1: Obstacle gorsa. Obstacle gorsa. Yeah. A
4: difficult running path obstacle course yes <laughs> but you got three which was I'll really take it. good yeah, I'll take it. that was great I'll take it. that was great if
3: you're listening right now when when we're saying these are you picking them up right away because since oh. you did that i'm a bad guy like i knew it you right knew away it? but reading it I, there's no way i would have gotten that oh thing.
1: man uh, and, and like you feel this anxiety when it's your turn and yeah, when someone else pressure. is doing uh-huh. it it's not so bad all right so i got three uh steph it's your turn. Okay. see. Oh, I'm the, I'm the dealer? You okay. got to do the cards. Okay. All right.
3: Let me get things situated. It's my hand placement, if right? If you
1: want to beat me, you got to
4: get four steps. Okay. Oh, okay.
3: okay. Uh, ready? We yep. start.
4: Demil Apatdo. Demil Apatdo. Demi Lovato. Yep. Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Yep. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. You can't touch this? Yep. Good night, kiss. Ca- good night, kiss. Ca- good night. Good night, cat. Good night. Good night, kiss. Yes. Snapple facts. Snapple facts. Snap. Snapple. Snapple facts. Snapple. Snapple cracks. No. <laughs> I mean, she was saying Snap-ble it. facts? You were saying it. Snapple facts? Yes. Snapple facts? Duh. Snapple facts? Oh. <laughs> what Wait. is Snapple facts?
3: On the, ba- on the uh, bottle of Snapple. Oh, facts. Snapple facts? Yeah.
1: Duh. But you got four, so you won. Yeah. This Unless is only JC... going to be an issue. This is only going to be an issue Oof. if JC gets four.
3: Wow. But it's so funny. She's literally saying Snapple facts I like know, five times but over, but you don't recognize you really it. You didn't know what it was. Yeah, you I don't didn't know. It. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. It.
4: but you you're in the lead stuff yeah. this is awesome steph, nice. you're good at this. You're right. uh, not last week with american idol oh uh, <laughs> no, it's all good yeah
3: you know what you you like uh to go out and party it's all your friends talking when they're drunk <laughs> <laughs> we
1: should but we should do um the, what did, what was it um half speed drunkies yes. with this game uh-huh. that would be really funny okay so steph is in the lead yeah. she's got four <sighs> jc you're up okay you got to get five to win four to tie Ready? We are all set. I've got your cars. Are you ready?
3: Start now. Snun Sean Nuff Kin can, Sean Nuff Canitti. Sean Nuff Caniti Canitti. Sh- something pass. Chalk each ease. Chalk <laughs> each ease. Chalk Cheese. Yes. Beak a sight et so beak. Us ciseo. Si, Beak us, I've no idea. Beak us si, setos.
1: What? Okay, let's go back to the this one. Yeah. Okay. What do you got? Okay.
3: Sean Nuff Kennedy. Kennedy. Nitty.
1: Your hint is former president.
3: Sean Nuff Kennedy?
4: John F. Kennedy. Oh! Yes! <laughs> 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 okay, this one.
3: us site etzo. Beek. <laughs> beak us saiseto.
1: The hint is kind of like saying listen to me.
3: Steph, <laughs> do you know this
1: one? Uh-uh, bika bika sight Mm. If you if your parent forces you to if you're like, "Why, mom?"
3: Because I said so.
4: (laughs) The phrases are tough. That was hard. That's too much fun. But you got Chuck E. Cheese. Yes. So that
1: means Steph won this week. Congratulations.
4: I was way more focused i was like i'm gonna get you this were round. you were, in you the were zone.
1: great oh my goodness oh wow that uh, was <laughs> that was tough that's
3: a lot of fun though this is trying to sound out those words and stuff it's, it jc hopefully...
1: i feel like you got a, a bad stack that was a that was a tough one ah, you know I'm, the way that, that, I'm looking at the rest of your stack and i feel like if you would have gotten a better draw like if i would have gone from the bottom of the stack i right, throw one gone. more
3: out for all of us for stephanie one for, more quick one
1: okay
4: um
3: competition I, style okay. steph
4: okay what wait 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 let me okay
3: Desposito. Des- Des- Positos. Des- yes. <laughs> I
4: feel like if I would have started with
1: that one, you would have had a better and life. And we get the flow going. We get the oh, flow man. going. That's all
3: right. It's all right. Now, speaking of winning, congratulations, Steph. And then we have a prize for you. Tickets to go see the Lumineers MGM Grand Garden Arena. They're going to be here in July. That's their Bright Side World Tour. We've got your tickets at 825. Do, do, do. It's Adele, easy on me. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. We just started 60 plus minutes commercial free and about five minutes here. Those tickets for you to go see the Lumineers, they'll be here in July. Those tickets are yours when you win heads up.
1: We love getting your texts. You can text us or call us at any time at 702-364-9400. Someone just texted us. We were talking in the Hot 3 about that really interesting study that just came out about your last moments and how people are, according to the study saying that it's possible that our lives really do kind of flash before our eyes when we pass away like those last moments of our life we see just kind of like a compilation of um, some of the big biggest impactful moments of our life just kind of flash before us and someone someone sent us this text and I'm not gonna read the whole thing but basically it was asking about the last moments of our life and when you pass, what your plans are for your burial here here's the gist of it it says question for you guys if you are married to two different people at when you go at what are your plans for your burial my parents were married for 20 years my father got remarried was married to that person for 20 years who should he be buried next to Okay, wait.
3: Do you have kids with both ladies, or kids with just your mom?
1: So this, her parents were married for twenty years. her Mom died, and then he remarried, and then they were married for twenty years. So he he dies. So who should he be buried next to?
3: Does he have kids? Does he have kids with his second wife? Or I just don't. Kids with the first wife. It doesn't say on here. There's cause to me. There's different factors. If he has, I uh, everything is subjective. But if he has. He, uh, first wife, married, family, kids. She passes away. He remarries. Twenty years, no kids. He gets buried next to the first wife who had uh, the, the started the family with.
1: What if he does have kids with the other wife?
3: Then you take a coin and you flip it. What? <laughs> How do you do that? Then what do you decide? This and what if there's no kids? What if it's just. Twenty and twenty or ten and ten. What are the uh, do you look at different circumstances? How did the first marriage end? Was everything was fantastic and god forbid your spouse just passes away for whatever reason and then you remarry for the same amount of time? Like who do you go with? That's a great question.
1: Has that it has anyone found themselves in that situation with like with their parents? You're okay, so and and if you sent this text, please call us. Seven oh two three six four ninety four hundred. Your parents were Married and your one of your parents passed away your living parent got remarried then they passed away w- whose family does d- do they get buried with that's a really good question I, man i i try i I don't know that like that do they get all get buried together <laughs> they're all lined do, up do, do you all go together
3: because then well, let's say there's kids with both families. Because the, because to me the mind, if there's kids with one family's, one family, and not kids with the second one, you go with the kids. But if there's kids with both, like do you, dibs, we were first. Like how do you work that out? Because if you have, grandkids. Um, you have grandkids and you want to take your grandkids to the, your your parents' burial site, You're like, oh, this is mom. Well, like, well, where's your where's grandpa? Oh, grandpa already married and we need to go to the to the cemetery across town where grandpa's buried with his with his other wife.
1: What if you okay, I know this this sounds kind of not morbid, but what if you have the person cremated and separate them and half goes here and half goes there? Is that a good Way to kind of make everybody happy? Well, I think
3: that, yeah. But what if they don't want to get cremated? Hmm. Cut the body in half? Oh no, 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 no! no you can't no, do that! No, 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 no! no, 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 no. Can't ask that! No,
1: uh, Br- they don't do that. <laughs> I, I mean, that seems a little disrespectful, don't you think? Oh, this total sarcasm! I'm, oh, expecting okay, I'm okay. not expecting <laughs> Paul More to just saw my I body I, in half. I didn't qu- you, I quite hear the sarcasm in your you, voice, uh, so I was then, just trying to like. Mm.
5: Then you debate the. Well, I want the bottom half. You get the top half. Who gets what half?
1: Brian, good morning. What do you think?
5: Yeah, so you know, I was kind of talking to my wife the other day and and she basically told me you know if she passed then I needed to move on I was very stern about it that I wouldn't want to move on but she she's made it very clear that living a full happy life with her is good and then you know if she passed first or if I passed first that we need to be able to find our happiness and you know that might be being buried next to our second wife not necessarily meaning that we didn't love our first wife but you know that's the one that we ended our, our life with we were able to let the other one go.
1: Oh man, I didn't even think about that. So yeah, let's say oh, but wouldn't you want to be married with her or buried with her?
5: I mean I if if it was if it was possible I'd love to be buried next to both of them but if if that's not a possibility, you know, remarrying is basically you know, letting your first love go, just like fear to break up or get divorced, you're letting that one go and you're you're moving on to another one to have a, a happier life.
3: Okay, Brian. Um, I don't think kids. You, do you have kids, Brian? Yeah, go ahead. Do you, do you have kids? Yes, I do. I've got two. Oh. What if there's a third marriage involved? What if, you know, God forbid something happens to the first wife, you get married to a, to, a, to a second lady, you fall in love, and then God forbid something happens to her, and then now you got a third wife. What do you what do with there's three women? Line them all up?
1: Yes. <laughs> but but then there's, who gets to be next to you? And yeah. the third one <laughs> has to be
5: on the line is, like, vertical. They're, like, horizontal. I, I, I would I would still have to go with my, my original thought process behind it. You know, if you're, I mean, God forbid you get married three times or six times if you're like J-Lo. But... Uh, you know, you would, uh, you would, you just you know, lay next to the one that you that you finished with. I guess <laughs> it's
0: true.
1: The, the further away, it's like the first one's like, "Wait, I'm all the way here, but I was the OG." Come on, thank you, Brian. Um, Angela, your grandpa went through this. What happened?
5: My grandmother passed away, and then, and like fifteen years later, my grandfather remarried. And then um, my grandfather died, and then his second wife died. So my grandmother is buried on the right, or I'm sorry, on the left. My grandfather's in the middle, and his second wife is on the right.
1: Wow. That's perfect. Like, they're they're all together. And then grandma, first grandma, and then second grandma, they never really had to come into contact with each other. They're on the other <laughs> side of grandpa. Exactly.
5: Exactly. Exactly, because
1: she wasn't the second wife was not a nice person. Oh, so, so she can be over there, yeah. <laughs> you stay there. Um, I like that. That's it's not something that you really think about, but I really like that you sent us this text, uh, anonymous. I, I I'm not sure uh, if we're giving you the correct answer that you wanted, but um, it's really well, would you, interesting.
3: Would you like? Hey, let's get personal on your situation. God forbid something happens to you, Matt remarries. He has one child. Where do you want him to to lay?
1: By me and only me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being so, no, actually, it's funny that because we we did have this conversation a couple of weeks ago. I said to him, um, "Hey, if I it, if you outlive me." I want you, I it's the same thing as Brian's conversation. I said, I want you to remarry. I don't want you to just not get remarried. And he's like, oh, that's not going to happen because you're going to outlive me. And I was like, no. Um, and it's, we had this argument who's going to outlive whoever. And I said, well, just so you know, uh, you have my blessing. I do want you to move on and, and marry someone else. And he's like, well, you know, I don't think I would be able to, but okay. And then I was like, wow, you sure said okay fast.
2: <laughs>
1: and then we, I was like just razzing him on that. Um, but then, like now that I think about it, I'm like, oh, man, I still hope he stays buried next to me, though. I don't want to be all by myself, all by my lonesome. He's going to play this recording. See, she said I can move on. I got on. permission. I got the podcast. It's right here. At least, at least maybe give, it a, give it a couple weeks. Said,
3: okay. Matt, the, the, the dirt is still settling. I got a new lady. Here she has Her name is Rebecca.
1: What about you? Uh, Laura goes before you.
3: Oh, gosh. Then what? So coming up next year, we'll have been together for 20 years. So you're saying she passes and with someone for another 20? Yeah. No kids or anything. I'd go with the OG. I'd, I'd want to be a bear next to Laura.
1: But you're with what if you're with the other one for 30 years?
3: Um And...
1: I still want to go with her. Here's Stacy. She's like... Stacy. I'm the love of your <laughs> life. I mean... I, we were meant to be. I want to be with you, JC. It's me, Stacey. Stace. Cause
3: that's my nickname for her. <laughs> we, we had a good run. It's been a good 30 years, but I, I got to stick with the OG. The one and only the original.
1: I mean, uh, she, uh, her 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 passing brought us together. Listen, Stace. <laughs> <laughs> I never really loved
3: you, Stace. <laughs> I was always oh, thinking of her. Oh,
2: man. <laughs> uh, let's I do knew, this. I knew it
3: wasn't real. <laughs> you used me for my money. <laughs> I just, oh, Stacy. He's rich. Okay, now, now things are different. Stacy let's get a mausoleum. Uh, we can all be there, yeah, there together. That's what we'll do. We're looking for caller 20 right now 702 364 9400. That's you. You get to play heads up. We got a great prize for you.
1: We have a pair of tickets to see the Lumineers. They are coming to town. It's part of their Brightside World Tour at the MGM Grand Garden Arena. We want to send you. All you got to do is be caller 20 right now. Pick your category, pick your partner, and if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you are going. Going to win. Caller 20 Plays, 702-364-9400. It's
2: time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1.
1: Hey, Chris, you're Caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? Chris. Hi. Hey, you ready to play Heads Up, Chris?
5: I am ready to play. All nice.
1: right. We want to get you these Lumineers tickets. Just pick your category. Do you want to go with chili beans or President's Day? Uh,
5: The two, President's Day.
1: Okay, President's Day was Monday. These are all things that are related to the president. Who do you want to pick as your partner?
3: Uh,
5: The two Mercedes.
1: Okay.
3: Chris, buddy, you got 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct, and you're going to go see the Lumineers, and you start now.
1: This is the city in which the president lives.
5: Uh, Washington, D.C.?
1: Yes. This is the place in which the president lives. The White House? Yes. This is um, who the president is married to. It is the... First Lady. Yes. This was the first president.
5: George Washington.
1: Yes. This is the second in command.
5: The Vice President.
1: Yes. This is how we determine who the president is. We hold one of these.
5: An election. Yes. Nice. Is
1: that it? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that was so fast, Chris. You're amazing. Yes. Nice job. Congrats. Yes, thank you, Chris. No. You
3: guys, uh, you guys know your presidential stuff. I'll tell you that much. And he just got tickets to go see the Lumineers. Congratulations, Chris. This show is happening on July 24th at the MGM Grand Garden Arena. And if you want to go to see the Lumineers, it's easy. We have one more set of tickets. We'll do those tomorrow at 8:25 with heads up, and then next hour. Great prize at 940. Tickets for you to go see Usher. It's Mix 94.1, it's Mercedes in the morning. I miss you more than Mix 94.1, it's Mercedes in the morning,
1: 839 really want to thank everyone for all the kind messages and uh, DMs, everything that you guys sent our way yesterday. We were talking about the non-physical pain the, that you experienced, and yesterday, I kind of started it off, and it never really left me. I think we we kind of got on a tangent with me, and I appreciated everyone's kindness yesterday, and you two, both of you, were very supportive. I, I kind of uh, overtook the segment when we were going to all talk about it but we also got a lot of messages from people that were wanting to know if we ever got to talk about the non-physical pain that's experienced and because my story kind of overshadowed everything we never really got to talk about your situations Mm -hmm. and um, I think a lot of people were curious and I thought "We we should address that and because it's really hard to follow up a serious story um and and we really want to focus on one person at a time i thought maybe we could do that for the next couple of days where we focus on one person's non-physical pain story and um and and talk about it and let the person kind of have the floor.
3: I, I love that idea. Yeah, because we get we get. Yesterday was very an emotional day, and 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 I think we all kind of agreed. Uh, at least Steph and I agreed that no one should follow you, and and uh, nor did we want to. We wanted you, that was your time to share your story, and we appreciate you sharing with us. And I know you touched a, a lot of lives yesterday, so I like this idea. Yeah, and Steph is not going to be here tomorrow. She's she's heading out for her, her grandmother's funeral. So do you want to go today, then, and I can go tomorrow.
4: Yeah, that sounds good. Um, did you I, want? The,
3: and before we, we did this the first time, we talked about playing this kind of sad music in the background.
1: <laughs> uh, hey. and it kind of, maybe not. <laughs> we can just kind of take. We it. Pull
3: that. Remove that part out. It was
1: a good laugh, though. <laughs> okay, so the the question is, what is the what is the worst non physical pain that you have ever experienced, Steph? The floor is yours.
4: Okay. uh... In high school, I was in a very toxic relationship and we were both on really lows in our lives because we were both going through parent uh, separations. So I think that's one of the things why we brought kind of uh, attracted each other is because we were both going through that vulnerability Um, and it ended really bad. We had a lot of uh, things that just it, it it got to like emotional abuse, some physical abuse and but non-physical in a sense, my pain was how to get out of it. And I went through, a, I guess, a lot of therapy and I had to figure out how to kind of get myself and remove myself from him because it became really horrible in a sense where he was stalking me and he wouldn't let me go. And I didn't know how to let go of him because I loved him so much. Um, So kind of d- like. I've kind of brushed that part of my life in the back burner and I, things will remind me of those situations. Like my mom will see, remember that time when he did this and I blank out. Like I I think the a lot of the trauma that happened to me during those years while I was with him, I just said it's, it's time for me just to forget about it. And then to the point where I really did forget about it, like I lost a lot of my memory from that, from that situation. So I think the non-physical pain was just, hurting for him because I, I loved him, but I couldn't help him. He was the only one that could help himself. So um, yeah, I've never really shared that story before. And I am trying to heal from that. I'm trying to say it's okay to talk about it. Because I know a lot of women out there go through the same things of how to get out of these toxic relationships or these domestic violence and abuse situations. It's really tough. And luckily, I was able to get out of it. And luckily, I had dance and I had friends and family that was able to pull me out and get through that really, really tough situation.
1: Steph, I just want to say, wow, you are so brave to talk about that. You are incredible to just verbalize that. I don't know if you realize that. I am blown away by your bravery right now, and like almost speechless. That is incredibly brave of you. J.C., I have a feeling you're about to say the same thing.
3: Yeah, and in fact, too, I think when you're sharing this story, there are so many women that are in that situation. There are guys, too, in that situation as well that yeah. face the same thing. Mm-hmm. That it's just, it, you look on the outside, like, well, why don't just get out? Just make a change. and And they don't. And I think when people hear stories like this, that you can make the change, you can get out of it. Uh, there is, you know, light at the end of the tunnel. There's, there's brightness behind, behind those clouds that you can do it. But the, the first thing is you got to make that step to, to change the relationship and get out of it. Can I, can I ask you a couple questions? Yeah,
4: absolutely. Like
3: what, was there, at what point did you realize enough is enough? I need to make a change.
4: Um, when, oh gosh. A Social Security officer actually knocked on our door and they said that someone filed a complaint and I knew that I, stopped, I needed to stop internalizing everything and think like everything's OK, everything's going to be fixed. And to that point, when someone actually said, hey, you need to we're checking on you, I'm like, oh, my God, this is getting really bad. And I needed to realize, like, I need to figure out how to get out. Of this situation. Excuse me, I'm getting emotional. I just, you know, you take yourself back to those moments yeah. and you realize, wow, I was actually in a really, really bad situation. But I brushed it off like, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Like, I'm the positive one. I'm the optimistic one. Steph's so sunny and stuff. But really, like, sometimes it can get to that toxic positivity, like everything's going to be okay. But really, you have to get yourself out of that situation because, again, you can't fix that other person.
3: Was um, he an
1: older gentleman?
4: Uh, he was only a year older than me. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Do you, do you... Did you just... You, you kind of mentioned this before. You kind of blocked it out. And, like, talking about it now, obviously, it's it's hard, and it's emotional, and it takes you back to a place that you don't want to... It's hard to relive. Um, do you think that you blocked it out because it, it hurts? Or do you think you blocked it out because... um you like want to deny that it even happened
4: i think a little bit of both i think that uh i think that i was trying to he's a good person at the end of the day like that's and it's true but there were things that he wasn't healed from and so i denied a lot of it but that at the same time i had to realize those facts and then secondly um A lot of things will trigger me and then I'll remember those things like, oh, my gosh, uh, that show made on Netflix. She went through a lot of those things that I experienced. And uh, luckily, you know, we didn't have kids or we weren't married. We were still very young. But those things, I'll say, wow, I went through that. And I'm glad just, gosh, the things that we kind of put each other through and the things that he did to me. I just I, I don't believe I was that person. I was just such a young and naive person. But at the same time, love is so addicting and it's like it's truly it's truly a drug so um and he was my first love so it's like goodness you know you're young you're in love you you think you can conquer the world together but yeah I, I just I think about those things and I'm glad that I got out of it and I'm just talking about it helps and it heals but um, sometimes the way I felt like I was healing wasn't the right way. Like, Oh, it it was fine. It was okay. But really I think the way I truly needed to heal was to talk about it and to say like, that was me. I was that girl that in that show made in some, in some sense. And yeah, I I think I'm, I'm a much better person because of it. And I'm, I feel like I've gone a lot wiser because of those situations.
3: You you say like, you know, love is blindness. When you look back on the relationship, when when you guys first started dating or you first met this, this person, where they're like did, looking back with their signs and stuff. Did you look back on an hour? Just like how, like how blind was the love? Like you, like it was everything blissful for the first six months. And all of a sudden like, wait a second, this is not the guy that I thought it was.
4: No, I think I ignored the red flags. And I think because again, we were going through the same scenarios. That's where our love stro- kind of came from. It's like, you know, my parents are going through the separation. Oh, so are mine. You know, we'd cry to each mm. other. We would And then we would also have a lot of fun together. We would have those happy memories. So I, I, I focus more on that than the red flags, mm-hmm. but the red flags were definitely there. And I look back and I said, gosh, I'm so stupid, but I wouldn't change it for a thing. I look back and I say, I'm so much stronger. I've I am I feel like I'm just more mature than a lot of those people at that time. Sadly, I had to go through it. I think that that was meant to be. I had to have that happen to me. And luckily, it was younger in my life than it was later. And um yeah, I, I thank him for that. I, I, I did a lot of meditation during the 2020 pandemic when I was, you know, let go. I had a lot of time. And a lot of the things in my therapy sessions were what are the biggest, who is the, the person you can never forgive or who is the person you need to forgive? And it was him. And I let a lot of that go. But I thanked him at the end of that therapy session. It was, you know, thank them because they are the ones that made you the person you are today. Two things.
1: We just got a text that said, Steph, you are wonder mm-hmm. woman to me. and. Two, if someone is listening right now and they're in your exact same situation that you were in back then and they're they're stuck and they're just they don't know what to do. What would you say to them?
4: I was just going to say, I know it's it's really hard. It's it's going to be really tough, but find that outlet that that you can go to. And ask for help. I know it's really tough to ask for help. But if it's either going to, you know, like government and help that says, hey, I I, I'm in this uh, situation. I need help to get out of it. If it's that or if it's going to a family member, because you can't sometimes do it alone. So figuring out how to. Do it with someone that's going to be a really good support and to make you and help you be consistent because that cycle is really, really hard to break because you love them so much and you think about that, but you have to do what's best for you at the end of the day.
3: Do you want to read the text that just came in Mercedes?
4: Yeah.
1: It says, Steph, you just saved my life. I turned on my radio while crying in my car after I walked away from a verbal abusive situation and you just gave me the strength to leave. And I will be okay. Thank you,
4: Eve. Oh, Eve, oh, I'm crying. You, know, you, don't, <laughs> you don't think about like how these situations relate to your listeners or the listeners relate to you. And I'm just thankful that you gave you guys kind of give me this platform and this time to just share my experience. And for those of you listening, just I know it's really, really tough, but just keep trying really, really hard to figure out how to get out and do it for you, or do it for your kids, or do it for your family. You just, oh, else, oh, go ahead. What I say,
3: just, just the fact that one person just said it right there. I mean, you just, you just gave her the strength to continue on with her journey of getting out of that relationship. And you know there are so many other people listening right now that are hearing that. That they don't have the chance to text or call, or maybe they don't want to. That you just kind of gave them the strength and, and show them that there's there is a path out mm-hmm. there's and, a path to take.
1: And there are resources for people out there. Um, there the National Domestic Violence Hotline, that number. And we can tweet it out. It is 1-800-799-7233. The Shade Tree offices. That number is 702-385-0072. There are so many resources out there. And if you need any of those numbers, you can call us right here or text us. Um. And, and there is help out there. And again, just sharing your story, Steph, that, that is so brave. You are a hero to us. You are a hero to so many. And just speaking about that publicly, it's just, um, it was so brave and so many people have been there and so many people are there right now. So, I, uh, I, we applaud you and we love you so much and we're so sorry for the pain that you went through, but we are so grateful that you shared that because you have no idea how many people you probably touched this morning by sharing that story.
4: I was really hesitant. Honestly, I was really, I was like, do I want to go there? Just, there's so many things that you could talk about, like mm-hmm. I, grandma passing, you know, deaths in the family, but kind of like you mentioned yesterday, Mercedes, those deaths were numbing to me. Yeah. And those things were, I I mean, I. I mentally prepared myself that were gonna happen. Uh, but these things it's it's tough. And I I just again I wanna thank you guys for letting me talk about that situation that I I felt like I I don't think I would have ever felt like I would have talked about on the radio. So thank you again. Well thank you for trusting us with that. We love you so much.
2: And we'll be right back. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix
3: 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell, more lawyer, less fee.
1: We are getting a lot of calls and texts this morning about the last segment. Some people came in a little late wanting to hear the whole story. It'll be on our podcast uh, later on this morning, so make sure that you download it. You can get it on the Odyssey app and on our website at Mix941.fm. Okay, so Hot 3 this morning on a a little bit of a lighter note... Well, let's talk about the tooth fairy. Uh, I'm like, I'm like know, at that, this stuff. Was a, that was a I'm
3: powerful like, story last segment. I know, I'm really like, I feel
1: so stupid like going from that to this. It's like, oh, okay.
3: Yeah, we play a song in between. There, there's the buffer.
1: Well, still waiting on that uh, cost of living raise to help with inflation. Well, it looks like the kids have already got one. Uh, an annual poll found that the tooth fairy is now paying more than five bucks per tooth for the first time ever. This, The average this year is $5.36 compared to $4 and 70 cents in 2021 which is also a record it's a 14 percent jump in 12 months kids in the northeast they're apparently getting some bank there they're getting the most a whopping seven dollars and 36 cents per tooth why is the tooth very nicer up there what's going on why How she, much five bucks a tooth what happened in the quarter seven dollars and 36 in the north in the northeast children down south are next at 577 midwest they get four twenty seven, and the kids out here, only $4.08 per tooth.
3: Listen, I'd be pretty upset if I was a, I was a child, lost my tooth, and woke up tomorrow morning, it'd be $4.08. Like, what's the pennies under my pillow,
1: too? I know. What is it, all over is the, a the tooth, bed. Is, is the Tooth Fairy going through my couch cushions <laughs> and getting that extra $0.08? What's round going up, round on Round round down, Tooth Fairy. Come on. I make know. it simple on us. Um, also, this morning, a recent poll asked people if they type faster on a computer keyboard or on a phone. Which do you type faster on, computer, keyboard, or phone?
3: Uh, computer or keyboard. Keep, uh,
1: yeah, 66% of people said they're faster on a computer. 21% claimed their typing skills were better on a phone. Not surprisingly, though, the results were different based on age. For people age 50 and up... More than 70% say they type faster on a computer, and less than 15% say they are faster on a phone. For Gen Z, ages 18 to 25, 46% say they type faster on a phone, and 37% said computer keyboard.
3: Where do you? What what are you better on?
1: I think I'm probably better on keyboard also. um, But just on the subject of, of the phone, I was texting last night, and my kid was watching me while I was texting. And she totally called me out. She's like, oh, you're starting to text like Gen Z. And I was like, why? And she's like, you're texting in all lowercase, first of all. And second of all, you're texting multiple text messages. Like every sentence I was sending a different text uh-huh. message. And I, she was right. I was. I was looking at, after the fact. And then she said, and third of all, you're you're using our words. And I was like, what do you mean? And she and she goes, Look at the word hi. And I was like, Yeah. She goes, You're using multiple eyes. And I I did. I wrote Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like how are you? And I use multiple U's. <laughs> I was like, I. It's because that's how they text me, and it's rubbing off. She's like, Stop texting like you're Gen Z. You're not Gen Z. <laughs> I was like, I can't help it. It's because you text me that way, and I just start doing. You start it. picking
3: up on it, being on the receiving end of those text messages. That's anxiety because Laura will do that. I'll look down at my phone during the show, and I'll see five messages, and she's labeled as wife in my phone, so I'll see just from wife. I'm like, Oh my god, what happened? Five messages. That's a ton of messages. You open it up, it's like morning. A video of Jacks. It's like ah, put it in one message. The anxiety when you get that many messages. At least for me, I immediately think something happened.
1: It. I can see that. I can definitely see that. And I do. I feel that same way when I get them from my kid, and I see like seventeen messages from my kid, and I'm like, but now I've learned that's how they text. Mm -hmm. So I look, and it's like, OMG, next message. Did you see BTS announced? No. Da, da, da. And then there's like three, you know, songs that they sent me and stuff like that. So that's just how I started texting them back. I it depends on the person. Like, but my mom will send me a text and it's like a book, a mm-hmm. paragraph of one text, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is gonna take me forever to read this. Boomer style. Message. That's the way to do it. Oh boomer style. Oh my gosh. Uh, finally this morning, um, so th- after almost a decade of trying to have a baby in Illinois couple finally did and it was just hours after they found out that mom was pregnant so Nikki Garlick and her husband, uh, Kelsey, says shortly after marrying in 2014, they started seeing specialists and they tried in vitro fertilization treatments to help with their pregnancy dreams. But after three years and no luck, they decided to become foster parents and they've been caring for two biological brothers for the past two years. But on February 2nd, they finally got that newborn that they had always wanted. So Nikki is a teacher and she was experiencing these stomach pains. So she left school early to get checked out at urgent care. She was home with their four and six-year-old foster kids when she called him with the good news. She said, hey, you're, you're not going to believe this, but I'm pregnant. And not only am I pregnant, but I am 34 weeks pregnant. So... She she's 34 years old. She was also experienced preeclampsia, which is actually a a potentially dangerous pregnancy complication. So when she arrived at the hospital, she had to have a C-section and their son was born. Both mom and baby are healthy and doing well now, although mom and dad are still getting over their shock. I mean, basically, she says a miracle baby that they didn't even know existed arrived. They found out that they were pregnant and they had the child and the whole thing happened Within eight hours, it was completely unreal. I know. It's like, oh, hi, you're pregnant, and also you're having this baby right now. Let's do it now. Here
3: in the 9 o'clock hour, your tickets to go see Usher. We'll do those at 940, his residency, Dolby Live, Park MGM, July to October. We have your tickets this hour at 940. Dale. It's Adele, it's by one. it's Mercedes in the morning, there's tickets for you to go see Usher. Coming up at 9.40 on those tickets for you to go see Usher. I, I came to the conclusion last night that I had a, had a major diet fail. My, my diet did me wrong over the, I want to say, maybe month and a half. It, it goes back to, a, a buddy of mine was talking about, he's doing keto. The benefits of the keto diet and this whole, that whole thing of the keto thing. And I was like a um, like part-time keto person over the past month. And one of the things he said was about eating uh, sweet potatoes, a lot of sweet potatoes because they're a vegetable and that's part of the keto diet. So I took that as sweet potato fries are fine to eat. Mm. And so for the past month, I would say three or four, at least three, at least three times, maybe four times out of the week for dinner, I was having sweet potato fries. Nice, delicious. But they're not like a healthy, they're not like eating a regular sweet potato. They're still fries and all the stuff that goes into it. So I've been doing that for the past month and a half. And one of the other things of keto is that dark chocolate is okay. So my mind, I'm thinking, oh, it's like, okay, you can, it's not going to add weight to your body. It's not, it's, it's not going to cause any fat. It's not going to uh, destroy your diet. So for the past month and a half, I, I was close to doing a, a, a bar a day of dark chocolate. So for the past month, eating sweet potato fries and candy bars every day. It was last night, I'm like, holy smokes, this is caught up to me. I'm noticing it. So I'm going to make some drastic diet changes today. My diet has failed me the past month. Maybe my brain has failed me for thinking that sweet potato fries and dark chocolate are okay to eat on a daily basis.
1: What has happened to you? Uh, put on some weights,
3: getting some, uh, some love handles going, some, just some areas of my body that I'm not really happy with right now.
1: I, I'll tell you as someone that sees you every day, I've not noticed anything, any differences on you. You look you look as phenomenal as you usually look. Why, thank you.
3: You don't see me without my shirt. You're not seeing areas that are troublesome right now, my friend. But thank you for that.
1: Well, yeah, you look fantastic. It, nothing has nothing has uh, come across as being abnormal uh, on this end. But yes, you're right. I don't see you without a shirt. I'm sure I'm sure you're just fine. You're probably beating yourself up over nothing. But,
3: but do you ever have your diet fail? You're like, I don't know what my mindset was thinking last night. I'm sitting with Laura. I'm like, yeah, I can't, you know, I've been eating these sweet potato fries for the past month and a half. In my mind, I'm thinking, oh, this is good. This is healthy. This is sweet potato fries. You
1: really thought something with the word fries in yes. it was healthy? Mercedes, You really yes. thought a candy bar was going to be healthy? I'm
3: thinking dark chocolate <laughs> is good. It's, it's keto. So do you burn through the dark chocolate faster? I'm like, what have I been doing to myself the past month and a half?
1: Oh, I mean, you know, no. I, 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 what, what can I say? I mean, if, if your friend told you, you know, maybe that you thought that they're on to something, but I, I don't know. That when something says fries in it, I, I'm, not gonna, I'm not thinking it's going to be the healthiest I thing. I know, but that where my <laughs> mind was. The
3: past, that's, the, that's where my mind was. Like, oh, they're sweet potato. Fries, they're okay because a sweet potato is an, a part of the keto diet. Oh, man. It's like, okay, changes to start today. No more sweet potato fries and no more dark chocolate on a daily basis.
1: I, I've heard, you know, you got to be careful, too, with with keto it could be really rough on your kidneys too just you know I don't know it, it's different for everybody I it but just FYI you, you want to be careful with that it, it, I know you drink a lot of water which is very good oh, too so
3: part-time keto like I wasn't doing a keto diet like I, like my buddy that did keto swears by it he's in great shape but he was talking about eating sweet potatoes as part of the keto diet so that's why I went with sweet potato fries
1: what's part-time keto
3: All I did was I would have like I didn't follow the keto diet. I just did like dark chocolate because it's okay if you're keto, and then sweet potatoes because that's okay if you're keto. Those are the only two things I did. I was a part-time keto diet. So what
1: does that mean, though? What is part-time keto? I wasn't full-time in the.
3: I wasn't. I wasn't fully invested in the keto diet. I was a part-time keto dieter. So you just ate. (laughs) I ate sweet potato fries and dark chocolate because in my mind I was doing somewhat of a keto diet. It was. I don't know what happened in my mind the past month. (laughs)
1: So so that was the only thing that made made you keto part time keto exactly.
3: I wasn't all in on keto. You kidding me? I was having bread, all kinds of stuff. So you were
1: not. Wait a second. Wait a second. Is this a new? A a new? Okay, I thought part time keto was an actual diet. This is just something you made up. Oh, I just made up. You actually just only added sweet potato fries and chocolate bars to your dark chocolate. Okay, no wonder your diet didn't work. What the heck? Thank you. (laughs) This is a diet you made up, and it was actually actually adding french fries and candy <laughs> bars and then jc called it the part-time
3: keto everyone buy the book i thought i was on something i'm like this is great you can eat you can eat these sweet potato fries and i would get home from the radio show and i would eat half a bar of dark chocolate
1: and then the other half after dinner after i had my sweet potato fries Oh, my God. Well, I'll be honest. If, if it made me look like you, I'd be oh. willing to try it. I really would. I'm, I'm going to start trying it because, hey, if, I, if my body looks like yours after I do it, I, I want to do it. Thank you, friend. You're the sweetest. <laughs> you really are. But, you
3: know, everybody's different. We all have our personal issues with our body, and I'm just dealing with something on I, this end over Steph,
1: here. Steph, if, if someone told you your body will look like JC's if you eat sweet potato fries and uh, dark chocolate, would you try it? I'm
4: doing smoothies <laughs> of sweet potato fries. <laughs> I, I'm going to start it
1: today. <laughs> Don't shame me. Don't shame me. We're not shaming you. We want to be you. We want to be you. I want to do these push-ups while eating dark chocolate at the same time. I I will do whatever I can to be like you. Sweet potato
3: fries, dark chocolate are not good for you on a regular basis.
1: Seriously, though. Like, I will, if I could be you, I, I will follow your diet to a T.
3: Oh, listen, listen! I'm I'm very happy with my body. I work out every day. I run all the time. I'm just saying, like, for oh, me. Oh, I don't
1: want to do that part. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <Stretchy>. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. You, I'm out. <laughs> it's Mix
2: 94.1. Mercedes in the Morning's What's Trending hey. on Mix 94.1.
1: Tom Brady is trending this morning. So he just retired. But the football star is already back to work. He is going to produce and star in a new road trip comedy film. It's a football theme movie, and it's called 80 for Brady, and it's inspired by a true story about four best friends that are New England Patriots fans. They take a life-changing trip to to the 2017 Super Bowl to see their hero, Tom Brady, play, but not before chaos ensues. So it stars Lily Tomlin, Jane Fonda, Rita Moreno, and Sally Field, and they're going to play the four friends, and Tom will obviously play himself. Wouldn't that be funny if Tom actually played Gronk or something like that? So <laughs> not, different. Not uh-huh. himself. Um, production is due to begin this spring.
3: I, I love that line of, too. Lily Tomlin, Jane Fonda, uh, that show, uh, Frank and Grace at the in, They're fantastic together. Um, I'm trying to think what other athletes played themselves in like had like what other athletes played themselves in movies. I'm sure there's a a ton of them. Like, were there any standout ones? Was Peyton Manning ever in a movie? He Uh, was great on SNL.
1: Let's see. Let's see. This is a Google question. I'm I'm finding out. Oh, LeBron
3: was LeBron James. LeBron James in Space Jam.
1: um,
3: He was. Steph is saying yes.
1: So Babe Ruth played himself in The Pride of the Yankees. Is this true? Michael Jordan played himself in Space Jam. Oh,
3: Tyson in uh The Hangover.
1: Yes. Uh Lance Armstrong in Dodgeball. Um D- Tom Brady in Ted 2. Oh yeah.
3: With uh what's his name? Wahlberg in The Teddy Bear.
1: Lee Trevino in Happy Gilmore. <laughs> remember
3: Lee Trevino's golf was a Nintendo game. I love that Nintendo game.
1: I don't. I don't remember that. Uh, Larry Bird, Charles Barkley, all those guys in in Space Jam. Yeah. Um, let's see here: Derek Jeter and the other guys. Barry Bonds and Rookie of the Year was Rookie of the Year not like such a great movie. Do you guys remember Rookie of the Year? Uh, was that the one with Rosenbagger? Who was it?
3: Was was it the kid? The was it? little
1: kid who was the pitcher for the Cubs. I love that movie.
3: What is it? Uh, there's a couple of movies that have little kids that made it to the major leagues.
1: There was also Angels in the Angels Outfield. Angels in the Outfield, yeah. I love that one. Brett Favre in There's Something About Mary.
3: Was Andre the Giant, Andre the Giant in, in The uh, Princess Bride? Or is he... No, someone, he is was a not
1: Andre. <laughs> <laughs> you think in like olden times there was a wrestler, yeah. dude.
3: <laughs> he was wrestling as Andre the Giant.
1: Dan Marino in Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Remember that? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in, in Airplane. He wasn't actually... Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in Airplane, was he?
3: He was just one of the pilots, wasn't yeah, he? he? Yeah, he was just
1: a pilot. Um, yeah, so there you go. Some, okay. The answer to your question. Um, also trending this morning is Lindsay Lohan, or Lohan, sorry. The actress joined TikTok earlier this month, and she greeted her followers with a quick message. She said, hey, well, here, let me play what she said, and then this is why she's trending.
2: Hey, everyone, it's Lindsay Lohan, and guess what? Now I'm on TikTok.
1: This was back on February 7th. Now I'm going to play it again and really listen closely because her post had fans realizing that they had been saying her name incorrectly for years. While Lowen emphasized the O in her last name, people commonly mispronounce it and stress the A instead. Here we go again.
2: Hey everyone, it's
1: Lindsay Lowen, And guess what? Now I'm on TikTok. Her fans left comments like, have I been pronouncing your name wrong my entire life? I thought it was Lohan. And wait, Lindsay Lohan. I've been saying it wrong for my entire life. I guess we all have. Who knew? Lindsay Lohan.
3: Now, now we know Lindsay Lohan. We should see <laughs> find like a trailer of one of her movies. See how the, um, the announcer says it. And starring Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. Or starring Lindsay Lohan. And how do they say it? Did she, I think she hosted SNL once. And here she is, Lindsay Lohan. How are I they saying her in SNL? F-
1: I feel like we have been through this before. I'm having a weird case of deja vu where maybe her mom said this before and she's like Dina Lowen and we were like wait what Dina Lowen and now it's coming back we maybe just forgot and then it's coming back so that's trending this morning and then Pepsi is trending Pepsi is taking cola to a whole new level with the introduction of Nitro Pepsi it's the first ever nitrogen infused cola they say it is creamy smooth and has a mesmerizing cascade of tiny bubbles topped off by a frothy foam head think Guinness, but soda. It's going to be available nationwide starting March 28th, but you can actually pre-order it now through walmart.com. There are two different flavors. You have draft cola and vanilla draft cola. Nitro Pepsi gets its infusion of nitro via a unique little widget that's placed at the very bottom of every can. And it's the first time this type of widget technology is being used to in the cola category they've used it in beer they used it in coffee before and it creates this frothy foamy smooth texture that's only going to be used in nitro pepsi so again coming out in march but you can pre-order it now at walmart.com and that's what's trending tickets
3: for you to see usher we have them this hour actually don't go too far because those tickets are coming up in just about 12 minutes 694.1, Mercedes in the morning, hot phones right now, hot phones.
1: There is the truth. Let's go to them. Kristen, good morning. Good morning. Your caller 20. No freaking way. Yes, freaking way. <laughs> you're going to see Usher. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Oh, I love Usher.
3: Kristen, we love you. We love the excitement. And, yeah, you're all set with your tickets. Usher's residency, Dolby Live, Park MGM, July through October. Some dates out of there. They go on sale, these tickets, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., but you're all set with yours. And if you own your tickets, Heather will have them for you in the 5 o'clock hour. Ava, Max, Kings, and Queens. It's Mix 94.1,
1: Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Thursday. We will be back tomorrow. A lot going on, so make sure you check it out because it's Friday. We will have the Friday rewind for you, of course, in the 9 o'clock hour. Also, we'll be spinning the Oh Wow wheel. More Usher tickets for you, more Lumineers passes for you, and it'll be Friday. So we're just super excited about that. It's a lot to happen, a lot expected to happen tomorrow, so make sure you are listening. We are headed out the door. J-Love is on the way next, and right now it's time for the line of the day.
3: It's always fun trying to guess the gibberish while playing incoherence. Mercedes was having a hard time with a Billie Eilish song. Take a listen.
1: I ma bahad kai. I ma bahad kai. I ma bahad kai. I ma Bad guy, pass.
3: I'm a bad guy. I got a remix. I got the I got the Mercedes gibberish bad guy remix. You ready for it? Yes. Here
1: we go. Um. Bahad kai, duh. <laughs> Yeah, that was a major duh.
3: Something there. Something there. I think it's a hit song. Oh, so bad. But so fun. That'll do it for show number 1574 of Mercedes in the Morning.
2: Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
4: Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.